You're listening to episode number 286 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, you can get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. All right, Tony, so I need your expert opinion uh, on this. As a, as a, uh, I mean, let's be honest, I, I would call you kind of the, well, I mean, at least the resident, but if not the ultimate authority on bourbon. Sure. <laughs> is... Two and a half full bottles too much in six days? No, that means that you finally found your, your calling. Right. Thank you. Because you've, <laughs> you've hit your stride. That's what I needed. That, that's exactly what I needed. Some some people made me feel like you might have a problem. But I was like, I think we're fine. That's not Karen, by the way. That was doctors. That, <laughs> <laughs> AA counselors. They're so right. Fine. I'm glad you clarified that because I'm sitting here going, I don't remember giving you shit for this. I have, um, oh my god. I'm just glad you don't love the $150 bottle that much. Yeah, it's true. So it's, it's there's so many gifts you're getting, Tony. You don't even know. Like, I don't like this bourbon. You have it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, so when you say two and a half bottles, have you like from beginning to end? You opened, drained the bottle, opened another, drained the bottle, and opened a third and made your way halfway through it. I mean, not in that order. Like I was going, I want some of this, and I want some of this, and I want some of this, and I want. Okay. Some, oh, that one's empty. So right. he he opened three, um, and then two are completely gone, and the other one's halfway there. Yeah. So what were the what, what are we drinking? What, what what have you been working your way through? Woodford Reserve Double Oak, Angel's Envy, and Maker's Original. Good, good. And do you have a favorite? Uh, uh, Woodford's my it's my, my heart. Yeah, w- Woodford number one, the standard uh, makers number two, and then Angel number three. Well, and the Angel okay. is the one that's finished in the port wine barrels, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is correct. And Karen yeah. likes that one too, but she likes to mix it with uh, with with Verner's ginger ale. Tony, what do you think of that? Um, <laughs> listen, I want. I want everyone to enjoy the bourbon the way they want to enjoy it. Thank you, Tony. Um, I would like you to that, now accurately address your friend. <laughs> that, that being said, you also could put caviar on a Pop-Tart, and I wouldn't really <laughs> Caviar on a Pop-Tart. The second she did it, I'm like, I'm not making fun of you. I'm excited I'm going to, tell Tony. to hear what Tony says. <laughs> I'm going to tell Tony on you. <laughs> Well, and honestly, a friend of mine, so is there, I, 
is there a bourbon or whiskey or something that's basil something or other? Basil Hayden? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so a friend of mine who used to live in Michigan, um, the basil Hayden is his favorite, and he always mixes it with Verner's. Because, again, being in Michigan, it's one of the few places you can get it. So I was like, oh, I'll have to give that a try because I don't like it neat or on the rocks or anything like that. Yeah, I'm a purist in almost everything I do, so it's not shocking that once I finally, like, to me it was like, how did you fall in love with Berman? Like, well, I had to find the thing that I just wanted neat. Like, like, no, 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 don't, no, I don't, just leave it all alone. I just want to drink it, leave it alone. So that that to me is what made me fall in love with it. And everything from there is just... Yeah, and really the only thing that I can do that with is like I can I can sip on tequila on ice. You don't do vodka on ice? Yeah, you do vodka and water. Vodka and water, but it's I mean it's mixed in. But no, tequila is really the only thing that I don't I never cut. I like bourbon. Is the summary of that? Well, those those three bourbons are yeah, absolutely. That's a that is an excellent summary, and you've picked three very very good uh, bourbons. If you're open to a suggestion, Mark, I think the next thing you should consider trying as your foray into the whiskey world is I want you to go out and I want you to find a bottle of the Angel's Envy Rye. I have it. I have it. I love it. I have it. I love it. I have it. I love it. Good man. Oh, my God. The second I saw that it was in a rum cask, I'm like, oh, my God, I must try this. And it's, it is, oh, that's, that's a like. And I don't like that one because it was in a rum cask. I enjoy that one. That's the one (laughs) I'm like, let's just sit out on the patio by the pool and enjoy us some rum cast Angel's Envy. It's delicious. Oh, it's so good. It really is. Well, and the neat thing about that, and this is another, you know, Reason 527, why I'm jealous of you guys, because you guys will likely have access to it far more frequently than a lot of folks. That Angel's Envy Rye only comes out, to the best of my recollection, it comes out twice a year. So when it's gone, it's gone until the six-month cycle rolls back around. Oh, really? It's redistributed back out. Yeah, so the fact that you've got it is, is, is very cool because you may not necessarily be able to find it again in another two months or so i didn't know it was that rare but i did know so i started getting like there's this this app called uh distiller or something like that where um, you can track like the various spirits that you've enjoyed and i I was doing it intentionally to to find out the ones that i liked and the ones that i didn't like and that's when i found out that there was a second kind of angels nb i'd never seen before and karen texted me when she was at total wine she was like Wait a minute, which angel, Angel's Envy? I'm like, there's two, get both, get both, get both. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as she brought it home, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, this is just such a different, fun experience. It's so good. So good. That's right. wonderful. And Karen, and I, all joking us. If I can introduce somebody into the bourbon world and they like to have it with some sort of soda in, included, I will never, ever judge them for that. And <laughs> matter of fact, Karen, we may have to uh, get you a couple of bourbon-based cocktails when we get together just oh, so yeah. you can start to taste in what it's like when it's you know mixed as an actual base for yeah. a, for a cocktail. And I've had a couple, I, I mean, I remember the Sinatra smash that they had it. Well, um, the old, fa- have you ever had an old fashioned? I've never fashion? had an old fashioned. Amazing. Oh, but I, I mean, you know, there's, it, when there's bourbon in there, you can definitely taste the difference. It's, uh, yeah, it's just for me, like drinking it straight is not something that I particularly enjoy, but. Okay. It's not really surprising. I mean, like I said, I, I'm, I think that's what I, I sought out the moment I met Tony and I'm like, well, I know I want to. I enjoyed straight. Well, it took you a little while because you had some it in a decanter forever. for a while, and you're just like, him. yeah. And now I like I would say within the last three months, I figured it out. So I've probably known Tony for 
goddamn like the we're episode 10 maybe <laughs> when I first met him yeah, it's pretty early so like seven years I've been working on this <laughs> Well, no. Yeah, that sounds right. That does sound right. (laughs) Anyway. Very cool. Well, I guess we should probably start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And always, we start with Random Vegas. The S's in the Sassy Sally signage are actually dollar signs meant to be a subliminal message to the people around the area to encourage them to spend more money as well as insinuate you can win more money at the property. I got that from the Neon Museum. <laughs> Sassy Sally signage. Say that I, I, I know, three I, times I, fast. As soon as I saw it coming up, I'm like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> now, forgive my ignorance. Is, is Sassy Sally still up at uh, on Fremont, or is she now out at... Well, hold on, hold on. You're mixing Neon up. You're, you're, you're making a common mix-up. Vegas Vicky is not Sassy Sally. Sassy Sally is just the name oh. of the property that used to be, um, uh, most recently used to be Mermaids. That was just the name of that property was Sassy Sally. But since Vegas Vicky was so close to her, a common misconception is that her name used to be Sassy Sally, but it never was. I'll be damned. Well, look at that. See, kids, we couldn't have <laughs> staged this any better. <laughs> If he would have written a script, I'd have been like, no one would buy that. Right. <laughs> That's organic. That's wild. All right. This one's super cool. Gorgeous, well-deserved winner. Talk to us about the twit pick of the week. I'll go ahead and say it. Steve Wynn ruined the Fremont Street skyline when he replaced Golden Nugget's exterior with the more elegant version it's known to have today. Looking at this week's winner, shared by at Corp. Tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) That glorious golden yellow set against an ever-changing backdrop of warm browns and cool purplish blues is the best the Golden Nugget has ever looked. If time travel is something I'm ever able to figure out, one of the things I'll do is go back to this moment and invest extensive amounts of time looking at this version of the Golden Nugget with unnerving adoration. That is if I'm able to take my eyes off the number one thing that I'll do, and that's leering at the mint. Alas, <laughs> that discovery is ever elusive, so I'll have to enjoy documentation such as what I had the pleasure of doing this week. I, I got nothing more to say. It was I, I sat and just more stared at it for, <laughs> for you know for a, a good you know, 30 seconds to a, to a minute, just staring at it. And it, it was, it's cool. It's, it's, it's too bad that we've lost yeah. that sort of downtown uh, Fremont experience. It's funny. It, it had never occurred. So this idea, and I didn't realize that this idea had started in my head, I don't know, nine months ago, maybe 10 months ago. And, and like I had known that I liked it when watching Diamonds Are Forever, the James Bond film where they feature this, and I watching the Casino episode, where, or uh, the Casino episode, uh, the movie Casino, and seeing that. But it wasn't until I've seen the Golden Nugget as much as I have, and then seeing this, and especially in this brilliant picture where it, it sets what the, the view was like, but a little bit closer than it really is. And you get to see how it better complements that skyline, like, oh. Steve, you fucked it up. Whatever. <laughs> you and your fancy richness. Boo, Steve. Boo. <laughs> well, and then it's... Carpet it's... on the floor. <laughs> right. 
it's also interesting now, like when you visit the Neon Museum and you see all of the different pieces of the Golden Nugget signage and how massive it was. Yeah. I mean, that fucker was huge. Yeah, Karen, Karen and I have had fun because I, I go there like pr- pr- more he, frequently than he, I should. He goes there so often that the last time we went, we walked in and the receptionist behind the counter went, hey, you're back. I'm like, okay. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it was. Um, sorry, Asgard's being a dick. Like he's clearly doing shit intentionally. Like, what happens if I kick this? What, 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 what are you gonna do? Are you gonna do anything? And just looking at you, like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> Get off. Then he kind of walked up to Karen and kind of like tried to own her ass. It's kind of like get right up on her, like, dude, get the fuck off. Yeah, mommy, don't play that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was actually really fun. So the last time we, we went, Karen is... So we're, we're starting to have fun figuring out... Well, I'm starting to have fun. <laughs> where I'll look at it like, what, what, part, what part of sign is that? Because they got so many pieces, you know, all over the place that I'm like, I wonder what connection that is. And Karen got one that I needed to actually think about. And what I ended up realizing it was is part of the lining around the Golden Nugget. If you look at it at, at this Twitter pick of the week now... And you see along the top, like it looks like it's a, a ribbon or something that's that's wavy or something. That's what you find pieces of all over the neon boneyard. Oh, I get it. Okay, yeah, it's it, that was it's super cool, and it's just I, to me it, it epitomizes that why we call you know Las Vegas the, the the city of neon, right? Because it's just it's all over, and and you know the. Fremont experience hadn't yet canopy hadn't yet been put up, which I, I you know, I'll, I'll put it out there. I know I've said it before, but I'm going to, I'm going to stand by it. I think in 2018, I think downtown is successful enough that it could do away with the canopy and <laughs> still be just as successful of an attraction as it's become. Yeah. But that'll never happen. Especially as now they're upgrading this design. I would, design. I would yeah. say never. Yeah, I'd say never. <laughs> oh my dear! I dream of that world. Of my dreams. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's jump into the news. All right, so the Plaza Equestrian Center is open. This week, Plaza officially opened Core Arena, their new permanent outdoor equestrian center located on the south end of their parking lot. The facility features two outdoor arenas for roping practice and exercise during the National Rodeo Finals. When not in use for cowboy stuff, plans (laughs) are to use it as an outdoor event venue similar to the downtown Las Vegas Event Center run by the Stevens Group, owners of the D and Golden Gate. So far, the only events announced for the space are rodeo-related over the next 10 days. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. This is the thing that annoys me about fucking PETA, (laughs) is all the shit that they bitch about. And I'm not saying the things they bitch about aren't valid, but how are you not losing your fucking mind at this event where they take bulls nuts take a fucking rope 
crush him up against him so it pisses him off. So fucking idiots in cowboy hats and cowboy boots can ride on top of them while that bull tries to kill them because their nuts are in so much pain. How are you not losing your fucking mind at every single one of these events? I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, like, I almost want to be, like, I, I, I used to joke about this when Karen and I were in college, that it could, because we, there were, it was at the beginning of protesting for any fucking reason whatsoever, protesting, and I, I always said I wanted to protest a protest. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like they did in PCU? Right. We're not gonna protest. Gunner is a tool. <laughs> but I, I, that's the thing that, like, the next time... Like PETA is in town protesting something like going, what about bull riding, you fucking pricks? I'm going to crush your fucking nuts. <laughs> I, I, I have issues. <laughs> you know, just right. you're, you're passionate about it. I, I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Nut crushing. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ironic thing about it is you would think from one guy to another, We'd be like, no, no, that's not cool. That's not cool. We can't do that to the bull. There's a lot of other things we can right. do. We're not going to crush their nuts. I know. <laughs> I'm going to hop on top of this guy, like, but we're going to crush your nuts while you do it, too. Like, no. I'm like, all right, so now it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Who can get their nuts uncrushed first? The... I want the bull. It, it would be fair to me if the bull had the opportunity to then ride the cowboy while his nuts are being crushed. <laughs> Save a mm. horse route at Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Terrible Herbst. Yeah, Herbst. Yep. Uh, Herbst. Founder dies at 80. Jerry Herbst, founder of the Terrible Herbst Company, best known for their local gas stations and car washes featuring a handlebarred mustache mascot, died this week at the age of 80. Terrible Herbst was founded in Chicago, Illinois in 1959. The name is actually a repurposed slight against the family levied against them by their Chicago competition who would openly lament when that, quote, terrible Herbst would open a location near their own. In 1996, the family moved into gaming with their first location, Terrible's Town in Pahrump. After expanding their casino holdings throughout the Vegas market, acquiring multiple competitors, including Prim Valley Casino Resorts from MGM, the company filed for bankruptcy in 2009. It emerged from bankruptcy in 2010 as two companies, one running the slot routes and the other, named Affinity Gaming, running the casinos. Over the next eight years, the company would trim their holdings down and eventually agree to be fully acquired by Z Capital Partners, a private equity firm that already had 41% of Affinity Gaming. To this day, the family's gas station slash convenience stores have prominent placement throughout the Las Vegas Valley, including one that Karen and I could walk to within four minutes. <laughs> I just always thought the name, number one, I always thought the name was awful because you can't pronounce Herbst. It's just weird. And then I'm like, why Terribles. would you name yourself Terribles? Like, that's just awful. And then when you, you know, we, we saw the article and read it, I'm like, Holy shit, he basically did it because his competition didn't like him. And they were calling, oh, there's that terrible Herbst. Okay, and you then want me to be terribles? There we go. Exactly, and then how much do you love it after that? Like, why did you have to die for me to get this? <laughs> That's funny. I, You know, we've been to 
my wife and I have been out to the Terribles Casino. I say out to, it's just, you know, hop, skip, and a jump from Bally's. But mm. we went through it. We checked it out. We thought that, you know, that it was interesting to, to get to try out and, and go to a new casino. I think we may, may have even filled up our rental car before returning it to the airport at a Terribles one time. So Probably. No, I get yeah. it. That's, oh, yeah, absolutely, because they're everywhere. Oh, yeah, they are. The place. It just, it was a local news story that broke this week when we were out and about, and it was like, huh. How about that? I know. I thought it was sweet. Something we were forever going like, what the fuck? And you're like, oh. (laughs) No, I like you. (laughs) There was some reason behind it. Right? Tell me about Michael Simon's experiment part two. It would seem our close friend at Vital Vegas is once again full of shit. Or this week's story was my opportunity to mock people who say stuff like that and aren't joking. Eater Vegas shared that paperwork has been filed to open a second Michael Simon's restaurant named Play at Santa Fe Station. News that would seemingly indicate that the rumored sale of all Red Rock Resorts properties except Palms and Palace Station are not accurate. Or that they fell through. Or that they're still in the works and the company is moving on with business as usual until that's sorted out. You see all those options? (laughs) It's It's not as black and white as some would like to insinuate that they are. Simon's first restaurant in Vegas, Mabel's Barbecue, is scheduled to open this month at Palms. Of course, Station Casinos or Michael Simon have not commented on this possible new project. I've no grand diatribe about this phenomenon. I just wanted to... Really? Because you had a lot of snarky, sarcastic comments. I I wanted to illustrate... I was inspired by the concept that many people have an irrational hatred of my lovable buddy, and I... That that (laughs) angle popped in my head as I saw this story for a second. I'm like... Oh, I'm going to make fun of that. Not my buddy. Of that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize people had an irrational hatred, or so many people had an irrational hatred of him. But um, Yeah. What are you going to do? That's funny. It's the internet. There's cunts everywhere, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there are. Many different kinds. With, 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 uh, yeah, the Toy Story characters. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's... As a fan of Michael Simon, I would certainly be interested in, in eating at his restaurant sometime and giving it a try. It's interesting to me, you know, Palms seems like a very logical place for him to open up a, a restaurant. Uh, maybe barbecue's a little little off for me, but I, I kind of sort of think that that might be a little bit of a shtick. Um, yeah. No <laughs> offense to Santa Fe Station. That's not where I would have thought he would ever have opened up a restaurant. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Karen yeah. and I have, have visited Santa Fe, and it's it's a fine property, but the only reason we visited it is it is the northwesternmost property to Lee Canyon. And when we were staying at the resort, we're like, I just want to go to a casino. Where's the closest one? Santa Fe. Boom. Done. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm with you on the – I mean, he does have a, a thing with barbecue. He has a, a show on, I think, the Food Network that's uh, Burgers, Brew, and Q. So he – he loves barbecue. I, I don't know that Cleveland's necessarily known for barbecue, but... I wouldn't have thought. I, I'm not as excited to try Mabel's, which is going to be the barbecue joint, as I am this new restaurant. So, I mean, we'll see. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I want to... I've never eaten in any of, these, any of these places, so I'm I'm excited to try it out once it opens. Yeah. And uh, last thing we've got in the news, and this is really interesting to me because this is kind of my, my jam. <laughs> Talk to me about the Bond Barbershop that's coming. It will be called that, but that is the concept. Eater Vegas reports that the renovation plans for Bond Bauer Cosmopolitan is to turn it into a functioning barbershop and cocktail lounge. 
The concept is said to be, quote, filled with an old-timey ambiance. I'm a fan of any time someone uses timey. Old-timey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And feature, quote, cocktails inspired by old-world recipes. Those elected to get groomed can enjoy some high-end whiskey while receiving a shave and a haircut. Shave and a haircut. Two bits. I'm curious how they're going to keep the hair out of the drinks. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think of that. Yeah. The name will be the Barbershop Cuts and Cocktails. It's estimated to cost $1.8 million to bring to fruition and is expected to open in spring of 2019. One cause for concern... It will be run by Click or Click Hospitality, the same people who ruined Book and Stage at Cosmopolitan. I'm, I'm going to overlook that and assume that they just renovated Book and Stage to a concept that doesn't cater to me and hope that this is the place that I will get my first straight razor head shave. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, personally, I am I'm- not thrilled. I know Tony's going to... Go ahead, Tony. Oh, yeah. No, you go ahead. You say what you got to say, Karen, because I'm going to gush for a good 10 minutes on this okay. topic. So I figured you would. As soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, my God, Tony's going to be in heaven. I, I just... I like the Bond Bar, so I'm not thrilled that that is disappearing in exchange for this, which is not some place that I have any now reason to frequent. Um, but I do think of all the barbershop-esque places, the placement of this one is going to be really good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be yeah. visible, people right walking by, people strip, can, yeah. you know, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they, you can watch somebody getting a shave from the street to kind of drum up business, or if they're going to find a way to partition it off or something, I don't know, but I just, this use of space isn't for me, and I'm, I'm, so I'm kind of disappointed in that. Well, yeah, I don't imagine they're going to lather you up into a straight razor shave on your legs or anything. <laughs> I'm not letting anybody get. I bet you. I'm sure they would, because uh, I'm sure that would draw a crowd. But um, so, I, I'm I'm with Tony in the sense that. Well, Tony hasn't said anything. If yet. it's ever well, because I already know what he's gonna say. But uh, I I, I want to give this one tidbit, and then I'm gonna let Tony go. <laughs> I think this concept is fun, and if it's going to work anywhere. Would it not be in the corner of a fucking kick-ass property right up front so oh, yeah. everyone I, can see I, it? I think the placement of it is going to do wonders for foot traffic and people yeah. coming in. I mean, of all the barbershop places that I know of in Vegas, I think this one's going to be positioned the best. And go. Go. You know, if you guys recall, I do believe that it was before the start of Vegas Vacation six, five or six, I had met up with you guys at the forum shops yep. over yep. at Caesar's Palace. And for that, I had just come from the Art of Shaving store, which is literally right next door to it. I mean, it couldn't be more perfect. And it's such a wonderful experience. I can't wait to give this a try. This is to to combine high-end whiskey a cocktail lounge with your ability to kick back and get an old-fashioned straight razor shave just sounds outstanding. And I'll tell you, damn it, Cosmo, you really are starting to bring me around. <laughs> we know people, and we were like, you got to get this guy. You got to get him. <laughs> Talk here, about here his likes. Away. <laughs> yes, it, right. Exactly. Here are all the things that he would love. It, it really, I, I am coming around to... to uh, the Cosmo and something like this only adds to it. I can't wait. I, I'll be the first to concede, guys. I will do this during 
Vegas Vacation 8, assuming they really are on time and they open in the spring. Yeah. By the time Labor or excuse me, Memorial Day weekend rolls around, they should be or should have hopefully been open for about a month or so by right. then. I gosh darn guarantee folk can uh, find me there before Vegas Vacation 8. Starts. Nice. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to get a straight razor shave on my head forever. I mean, I've been shaving my head bald for 10, 15 years at this point. Oh, God, no, at least. Yeah. No, longer than that. And it's always been, like, I remember we talked about doing it at Bolt Barber Shop at uh, Container, Container Park. Park, but, like, the hours were weird, and then I got shy about it, like, oh, it's going to be weird. <laughs> um, but this, how, how yeah. How was that again? This, well, you got it. Okay. <laughs> this, I love the, uh, you know, and it's funny, like, so I'm such a sentimentalist when it comes to stupid shit sometimes, and I'm like... I want to say the first time I would get my head shaved to when Tony's getting shaved. So I'd be like, well, we're getting Aww, head shaved. you want to be shaved, buddies? You want to be shaved, buddies? The problem with that is on, if, if it's on the flip side, I'm like, this is the worst experience I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Remember that time I had the worst idea I've ever had and I was with you? Damn you, Tony. <laughs> I was trapped in this chair because here's the best slash worst part about it, Mark. You can't get halfway through and then be like, never mind, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Mark would. He'd be like, no, I'm going home. I'll go home. I'll and finish it myself. <laughs> I'll, I'll catch up with you guys on the flip side. I'm out. He storms out of the casino. Half his head is still <laughs> covered in foam. <laughs> Don't look. Don't look at me. <laughs> Pick the cop, stop him on the I'm walk to the monster. car. It's like, okay, I'm sir. I'm not a monster. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, yes, obviously, this guy, big fan. Anybody that wants to uh, go get a uh, shave with me, let me know, and we'll maybe we can even orchestrate something. Maybe that's something that we do during the time that the ladies are doing the grand indulgence oh. or whatever that is. The, the guys go, I'll get, go get a hot shave. Yeah. To, yeah. Be clear, to be clear, that is an old song. I assure you, this shave will not cost two bits. <laughs> <laughs> if by two bits you mean two $20 bills. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's half off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Gwen Stefani just added 21 dates to her 2019 Las Vegas residency at Planet Hollywood. Those dates cover shows from July through November. Brooks and Dunn and Reba McIntyre have added six shows onto their Vegas residency at Caesars Palace. Those shows will be from June 26th through July 6th. Did you really need to say it was a Vegas residency? I did, yeah. Because they're kind of in residency. I don't care, shut up. Hey, okay. <laughs> that's right. They could have gone on tour. You don't know if they're down in Henderson. When you it, if a tour, Tony, Tony, think about what you just said. A For tour sure. is not a residency. <laughs> so they can't be moving around. If they're in a residency. Oh, look, Karen's a lawyer all of a sudden. <laughs> look at that. She uses her words against me. <laughs> you proud of yourself, Karen? Oh, believe me. I had plenty of friends that were lawyers, and I paid attention to every little tidbit that they taught me because it kept me out of trouble. Right. <laughs> Locals get 15% off at Holstein's at Cousin Paulton. I just wanted to share that there's yet another perk to being a Vegas local. Oh. <laughs> God. Vital Vegas is reporting, despite the end of their partnership with the Tau Group, their plans to have who is they, despite the end of whose partnership with Tau Group? Palms. Sorry. Okay, well, that word's not in there. Yeah, that is not in there. <laughs> so that would not make sense <laughs> if you had not called out that that didn't make sense. 
Final Vegas is re reporting that despite the end of Palm's partnership with the Tau Group, the Palm's plans to have a top-notch nightlife that will not be stopped. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Rumored, uh, <Resident> <laughs> I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. <laughs> Rumored resident DJs include Marshmallow, Cascade, and Drake. It's your turn. Okay, wait, while I catch my breath, how do you say this guy's last name? Satchery. Okay. In, so what, <laughs> sorry. Okay, breathe. In, so that's what happened to Phil Satchery News. The former Harris CEO and new chairman of Wynn Resorts is making the case that it would be unfair for Massachusetts gaming officials to revoke Wynn Resorts gaming license due to the accusation of sexual misconduct that required the founder to resign in shame and liquidate his shares in the company that he founded. Sorry, this isn't funny, but um, <laughs> some would argue that would exactly be an appropriate punishment for a company who allegedly knew and allowed their founder to be an allegedly unchecked serial. Insert word here, they won't get a suit. <laughs> <laughs> an equally unfair argument. Unfair <laughs> argument. Oh, here, sorry. Burgundy? <laughs> Try that again. An equally fair argument can be made that the company has shed Steve Wynn from power and is trying to move past this dark chapter in their history. The, the, the thing I liked <laughs> most about that that statement was the insert it's word fair. <laughs> it's oh. not fair for you to take away our license. Like, well, I mean, okay. well, it wasn't just him. Apparently, the whole company let him do it. So, yeah, yeah, would be allegedly, allegedly. These fuckers will sue the shit out of me. Allegedly, I didn't. I didn't say what he did. It's fair, but we didn't say. There's a reason why I became an LOC, <laughs> and it was this fucking guy and, and a couple others. Allegedly, <laughs> Las Vegas annual Toys for Tickets program is in effect now until December 19th. The program allows people to pay outstanding fines with nonviolent, unwrapped toys. Of equal or greater value than the cost of the fine. I got stuck on that nonviolent. I'm like, what kind of violent parking fine did you have? <laughs> no, the toy is nonviolent. Yeah, the toy. Yeah, you can't. You can't be like, here's a toy gun. Give it to the kids. <laughs> here's some nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny that they have to. It's yeah. funny that they have to put that as a qualifier. No, it must be a nonviolent toy. I'm sure it's happened oh many God. times. <laughs> oh, that's all there is. From now until December 23rd, Total Rewards is offering locals five times tier credit multipliers and an upgrade to platinum status, which affords them the perk of free parking. The status upgrade is an attempt to encourage local visitation to the strip and therefore expires January 31st, 2019. Damn. All right, so just to be clear, does your, does your status upgrade expire on... January 31st, 2019, or is the offer to take advantage of, oh, no, that's only until December 23rd. Oh, right. Okay, okay, so you're getting essentially five weeks. Right, exactly. The, the whole idea is like, hey, just come down to the Strip. We'll give you free parking. Just come down to the Strip. Yeah, what a novel idea. 
<laughs> the RJ is reporting that STK has a fancy version of Pop-Tarts on their menu. The puff pastry is filled with house-made preserves of fresh grapes, champagne vinegar, sugar and spices paired with 3.6 ounces of foie gras and drizzled with vanilla Grand Marnier icing. It costs $20. Okay. The very fact that you refer to it as a puff pastry would seemingly indicate this is more closely related to a toaster strudel than a Pop-Tart. I'm just, call, I'm just saying it. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I would have called it a toaster, toaster strudel. I was excited when I saw this. I'm like... I can't wait to read this this high-end Pop-Tart. I'm like going, that's a toaster. Uh, you like toaster, toaster strudels. Oh, I'm not saying that I don't. I felt they were liars. They went with the more popular <laughs> version. I'm like, oh, no, no. Toaster strudel. <laughs> Just own it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's weird to me that they're using such sweet things like the, the fresh grapes, the sugar and spices, the champagne vinegar, but then they're going to, and they're going to drizzle it with vanilla Grand, uh, Grand Marnier icing, but then they're going to drop this heavy, thick foie gras uh, that's well, going to have such a, a I, to me at least, ridiculously um, off-putting flavor compared to what, you know, is, is actually upon which it sits, right? Like, Does that make sense, what I'm saying? I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. Um, what I'd be interested, my guess would be that it's not going to be like a slab. It's They're, it, they're going to make it some kind of a mousse that'll be kind of stuffed inside the pastry. Uh, and, well, that makes more sense. And thinking about, like, um, Jose Andreas down at Bazaar Meat has a full waffle on his menu, which is a waffle that's stuffed with foie gras and then has honey and stuff all dribbled up, and it is you can't unbelievably you can't delicious. You can get my attention by clever wordplay, but god damn it. <laughs> oh yeah, the first time I'm like how the heck do you say this? But yeah, it's a full waffle. Yeah. So it's a foie gras waffle. Um, and that's, it's incredible to me. Like, it is unbelievably delicious. So I wasn't real thrilled when I started reading the preserves and the champagne vinegar and all of that, but with a foie gras, I think you're throwing a twist in there that I might, I, I would give that a try. Sure, for 20 bucks, why not? That's yeah. that's absolutely, you know, and if it sucks, you give it away to a homeless person. <laughs> I'd assume. Pro yeah. Damn it, am I still pixelating? It's yeah. not you, it's fucking <laughs> Skype. Damn. Uh, let's break this connection. I'll call you right back so we can finish this up. Sounds good. Right. Yeah, sounds good. For what it's worth, I they asked what sort of connection I had on that call, and I gave it two stars out of five. I did the same thing. Yeah. That's what took me so long. I was like, your fucking connection sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's right. But Vegas is confirmed that the Bellagio Buffet has eliminated their wait staff in their buffet and replaced them with self-service beverage machines. This just in? No one is considering this an example of Las Vegas changing for the worst. Yeah, a lot of the, I was surprised to see the number of responses to his post were all like, oh, thank God. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I mean, they still have busters, but it's, it's that's it. It's the most awkward situation, honestly. When it comes to a buffet, like going, well, can I get you a drink? Like, I'm getting, do you see all this food? I'm picking each thing that I'm going to eat. Why the fuck are you bringing me what I'm going to drink? Yeah. Just let me go get that too. Yeah, that's a good call. So when they, if they're doing like a, I guess I'm just thinking brunch, but if you're getting alcoholic drinks, That's my guess different. is there's a bar. It's totally different. But oh, I, no, I but well, because where was it that we went? The, there was literally a bar like right where you walked in. So if you wanted an alcoholic drink, you had to come up and get it yourself. Yeah, Spice Buffet at uh, uh, Red Rock. Okay. But yeah, I'm just wondering if that's what they're going to do. That's fair. 
Booze. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you want it, just go get it, yeah. you know. Yeah. But Be a grown-up. You're drinking a grown-up drink. Well, <laughs> considering you're eating the buffet, you need to get up and move around a little bit more. <laughs> right. So that can include, and then if you're adding alcohol on top of it, yeah, get up and go get it yourself. Yeah, at brunch. At brunch. <laughs> Not like, you know. Chris Moore has an entire bottle of yeah. champagne just delivered to him at his table. Yeah, FYI, that, that doesn't idea. get you to spend more money. That doesn't get you to spend more money. That gets you to go to bed really early. Yes. <laughs> at 11 a.m. Right. Well, going to call it a night. <laughs> Vegas, oh. make a note of that. <laughs> Eater, Vegas is reporting the Red Palms Mediterranean cuisine is taking over the space formerly home to Alan Albert's Steakhouse in the plaza across the street from Park MGM, and whose most well-known tent is Fat Burger. The restaurant is expected to open in early 2019. I, I was unaware that steakhouse existed. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I guess that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's enjoy some vicarious Vegas via a 360 first-hand experience. So for folks that aren't familiar, we call it 360 FHE, particularly that's the, the, the hashtag that we use or Mark in particular uses. It's his opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. So Mark, it looks like this week you went out and explored the Pinball Hall of Fame and the STK Stake at Valley. So why don't you tell us about, well, let's start with the Pinball Hall of Fame. Karen, what are your thoughts about the Pinball Hall of Fame? This it's- is, um, so this FHE, Karen was with me the entire time. I was. Nice. Although I this didn't happen in just Karen one day. For excluding you then. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's quite all right. Normally just make the assumption that I'm not there. And <laughs> if fair. I tag along then we'll we, we can I can add in oh, my shit. You talked her into it. Like, yeah, yeah, I got her. <laughs> <laughs> well no, because you had mentioned something, I think it was on Saturday, and you're like, hey, let's go to um What's Something the one down? Do what, no, what's the one down here? Was it Dave and Buster's? Oh yeah, yeah, was it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go to Dave and Buster's and see if they have a pinball machine. I'm like, why the hell would Dave and Buster's have a pinball machine? Like, they only do the ticket games, and they're not normally there. I'm like, if you want to go play pinball, why don't we go to the Pinball Hall of Fame, which we hadn't been to yet? So we ran over there. Was it Saturday afternoon? Yep. I think. No, no, it was, was it Sunday, Saturday. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Saturday. It was a weekend. Saturday, yeah. And it, it's it's a cute. I mean, you can definitely tell that this is a non-for-profit. Oh, hardcore! <laughs> yeah. It, like, it, like it's, you've been to places before that are like non-profit, and you're like, "This is wow! This is a first-rate place right here," you know. And you go to this place, you're like, going, "Oh, this guy's clearly running this by himself." Yeah. <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it's a big space. There were way more machines than I expected. Yeah. And. It was a mix of... I can't wait to see the bigger version. That's I know. That's cool. Yeah, I can't wait. It, but it was a mix of old machines and new machines, and they have them grouped by um, type and theme. So a lot of the older ones would be grouped together based on the era of right, when they were right. out, and then some of the newer ones, like you'd have like th- a group of movie um, slot machines. So you'd have Deadpool and... Um, uh, the Avengers and Pirates of the Caribbean kind of all like together. Yeah, yeah. And so not all of them are up and running. Most of them were. And it, it was really dark in there. 
Yeah, because they want you to see all the lights of the pinball machine. Oh, oh I get it. Yeah. Okay, um, that makes sense. And, but they had, like, the whole place smelled like popcorn. So right. they, they it, had vending machines and, like, a popcorn machine. It was cute. It, it's cute. It really had this, um, this, this fair kind of a vibe to it. Yeah, definitely what you think of when you're going to a fair or something like that, kind yeah. of a smell to the place. The popcorn smelled really good, but we didn't yeah. get any. And the, the tricky part, though, about it being so dark in there is in some of the older machines, they have um, little descriptors, like like a three-by-five card where there's written some of the history of the machine, like who right. made it and when it came out and all this kind of stuff. And it's literally, like, taped to the front of the of the slot. That's what I mean by, like, pinball. it's clearly a nonprofit run by a guy who is just passionate about this. But it's, it's, it's so dark you can't read most yeah. of it. Like, <laughs> you have to pull out there's your no phone for the little plaque. light. This is handwritten yeah. on this card. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. And wow. the, the games vary. Um, the older ones, most of those were quarter. Yeah. Um, the newer ones would go anywhere from 75 cents up to, like, two bucks to play those. Right. Um, but, yeah, I we mean, it was... We saw one that we thought was, like, what the fuck is the point? There was a, what was a South Park or Family Guy? It, no, it was a South Park pinball machine, but the the whole playing field was 100% digital. Well, not like, just the whole playing field. Like, there was no real ball. There the ball was digital. I'm like, so I'm playing a video game. So, what the fuck wow. is the point? So it literally was a screen. So where, where you're normally, like, staring at it and hitting flippers and stuff and you got all the mechanics was literally yeah. a, a 3D screen. Yeah, just just all that, yeah. Yeah, we didn't play that one. We no, kind of looked at it and were like, I, I, what does... Where's the fun in this? Like, yeah. I don't understand. So, Although I will, I will say, so, once again, being a naturalist, like, I was super psyched. Like, oh, I'm going to play all these old ones. And the problem you had with that is you played, like, pinball's stupid. <laughs> you're like, this is really a skill, man. This is really fucking hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we discovered very quickly we, we yeah, weren't any good well, especially at Especially the old games. Like, going, oh, you're not good at this? Right down the middle. Like, God damn it. Come on. <laughs> But it was fun to hear the old, you know, plink, plink, plink oh, sound of I the machines and all the that noise. kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's what charmed me. I'm like, this is the kind of machine I'd get. And I'd put a quarter in, pull a little plunger back, right down the middle. I'm like, I hate this game. <laughs> this is not the game I would get. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really cool. I could see us, you know, just popping in there every so often. And Once he know. gets on the strip, I'm super excited about that. Yeah. that thing's supposed to be like four times larger than that. Oh, it is so, Tony, it is literally wall-to-wall jammed in and oh, even yeah. down the, the aisleways in the middle. Like, you know how if you're playing pinball, a lot of people would grab the side and sort of lean back, right? And they've got yeah. their... their right. You can't do that no, because no, no. you're going to be bumping into the person yeah. or the table wow. behind you. Like, it is... A- it's on top of each other. Yeah, he's using every ounce of space he's got. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Good for fun. him. Good for him. I hope that uh, I hope that when it, he gets the, the bigger place, it's even... You know, it's just... It extrapolates in its success, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, he's... Supposedly has the giant warehouse full of games that aren't out there because he doesn't have the space for them. So it's yeah, I'm excited about that. It's good. What about, it's good. What about a place I have not yet been, but I would like to try, which is STK uh, Steak at Bally's. This yeah. is this. And I just realized we didn't record a review on this. No, because I I'm not in that zone right now. Okay, well I could have done that anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. People like our reviews. So that, I, 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 I get it. People like the POV and the vintage stuff, too. You know, I only have so much life. It would have taken you five minutes to step outside and we just record it. See, this is how it starts. This is how it starts. My life isn't isn't yours for entertainment. Excuse me? <laughs> you seem to think that my life is yours for entertainment when it comes to anything Vegas. We're not talking so, about yeah. you. So this one part that We're I like. We're not talking about you. We're yes. talking about me. <laughs> You can't dress me up in a little monkey outfit, Karen. <laughs> oh, yes, I can. Watch me. Hold up. 
bang the tambourine symbols uh, <laughs> together for you. So SDK steak has been something that's been so. First of all, uh, way back with SDK burger. I Wait, isn't it BLT? What am I thinking yes. of? There's something you wrote, else. You roast SDK. Oh, it's BLT steak. <laughs> I didn't even catch that until all of a sudden I'm like. Yes. Until I made that reference. SDK is actually SDK, not. Yeah. No, no this is BLT steak. BLT burger or BLT, BLT steak. steak. This is BLT steak. <laughs> Way back to their first introduction into the Vegas market was BLT Burger, which was at Mirage. And I had always assumed it was the the initials, you know, bacon, lettuce, and tomato or something like that. Yeah. And didn't realize this is a brand that initiated, in, I think it was Chicago or New York or something like that. And part of their, their franchise is also the steak. So when it came to Bally's, like, this has always kind of been on my radar. And we had the opportunity... Once again, I love this fucking city. To hang out with with another listener that we've become friends with, Jason Vasquez, who's in town. And we were hanging out at Cromwell for a minute. And we were like, I'm hungry. Like, I haven't done SDK steak. Let's try that. Like, yeah, I haven't either. Fuck BLT it. Let's go try it. BLT steak. God damn it. BLT steak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just take it over. <laughs> I got to change this because every time I look at it, I'm going to say SDK. Yeah. No, it, it was good. So we got there a little early and uh, had a chance to sit at the um, bar and grab a cocktail first. Um, and mine was called the First Lady. It had ginger in it and vodka, so that's like a, two happy things for me. And then you got one with... Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it had uh, jalapeno in it. And what was the alcohol? Was it bur- uh, bourbon? It was some version of bourbon because right now I'm obsessed with bourbon. So. But yeah, it came out in a little martini glass. That sucker had a kick to it. That was good. Yeah. So we did that first and then sat down. Um, they when they bring out the bread, they bring out oh my God, three little trays. Bread we'll was... get we'll get to the popover okay. in a okay. second. Okay. So first they bring out three little square plates. Um, one of them is like a like there were three of us at the table, so they had pre-portioned out like three little slivers of a almost like a cheesy focaccia bread. Um, the other one had four different kinds of cured meats on it, and then the the third one had. Um, slices of toast and a little jar that had foie gras mousse with some kind of, I think it was like a port wine jelly on top of it that you then spread on the bread. Oh my god, like that just came with a meal. Like it was delicious. There were a lot of things they just brought out. Like we ordered and like, oh, and then there's just oh, and compliments of the chef and, and here you go with this. I'm like, I like this place. Well, and then, then the popovers came out. So these things were good they were huge. Six inches, but I mean, seven inches. Puffy, so it's not. Oh yeah, it's yeah. all. It, well, people know what a popover is. You know, make bread. Yeah, I don't. Out. So I. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm like, listen, guys. There's this huge thing, and there was almost nothing in it, but it was bread. <laughs> you open it up. There's nothing there. It was amazing. <laughs> They're like, you idiot. <laughs> but they brought that out with with some whipped butter and um, fresh sea salt. And they were just, and like I said, there's cheese baked in. They were just killer. Um, and it, that's the, like before we got any food, that's what we had. And I was like, I am going to be full right? before my salad even gets here. Oh, that's one of the benefits of being a local too, man, is like you get somebody with you who's out and they're like, oh, I can't finish it anymore. Like, we'll take that home. <laughs> and, we, and we did. I'm not shy about it at all. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're just going to throw it away. Just give it to us and we'll throw it away in our mouths. <laughs> But yeah, I got a. Uh, I, I started with a beet salad, and then Mark and I both got the fillet, and um, 
I think Jason got the ribeye. No, he got the whatever it was. He got it without the bone. So I think it was whatever. I think it was the ribeye, but the whatever version without the bone. You could have gotten it with the rib or with the bone in or not. He got it without. But then we got um, mac and cheese, whipped mashed potatoes, and Brussels sprouts and and pumpkin cheesecake. And then Mark got a pumpkin cheesecake that he did not bother to share with anybody. Destroyed it the next morning. (laughs) Yeah, I was surprised at how much food was gone. When I finally woke up at six, at, you know, six really or seven, and came down, I'm like, I'm like, I want the rest of this mac and cheese. I'm going to eat all this cheesecake. <laughs> I'm going to eat it all. Yeah, he didn't share. Yummy, yummy bourbon. Yummy, yummy cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it goes well with uh, pumpkin cheesecake bourbon. <laughs> that has been, that has at, been my, my... At eight in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? Oh, y- Some people drink coffee in the morning. <laughs> other people... <laughs> Pumpkin cheesecake and bourbon. Don't judge. <laughs> to me, everything is like, oh, this bourbon is delicious. You know what would make this even better? Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anything at all. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, the food was delicious. I um, really enjoyed it. And it's reasonably priced. I mean, it's a high-end steakhouse in Vegas. But yeah. for uh, of, all the reason, uh, of all the steakhouses that you'll go to, this was really good food, reasonably priced. I will say this. We... Um, my steak was a little overdone. We know that's always a risk because Mark and I both usually order um, medium well, and I don't care what anybody says about I'm killing the steak. Fuck you. That's how I want to eat my food, so that's what I'm going to do. And it's always a little bit of a risk that it's going to come out. And so it was it was well done, but it wasn't, I will say this, it wasn't um, dried out in the middle. To be fair, Vegas has almost kind of spoiled us in that sense because the majority of chefs know how to do that right. Yeah. Yeah, they do. This, like I said, this was just a little over, but it was still mine, delicious. Mine wasn't. I, I loved it. I thought mine was great. One, like, like it had a pretty good crust on the outside of it, which oh, you know, it did, it, yeah. which is what you know you you expect, especially if you get a larger cut of a fillet. But um, once you got past your first crunch, and then you got like your next, you know, your next cut, like oh, there's it's it's juicy. It's fine. It's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, it was yeah. delicious. It was yeah. good. I would go back. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know that it ranks on my top five for steakhouses, but I would go back. It was yeah, good. I mean, it's my top ten. Yeah, I think, I, I, to, I think I'd agree I with that. I think we've been to ten. <laughs> for, for as many great steakhouses as there are in Vegas, to say that it makes your uh, top ten, I think, is a uh, quite the compliment, particularly because, and I don't mean this derogatorily, but listen, Bally's isn't exactly known right. for having, you know, high-end food or, or the the big, well-known Right. Um, chefs come into town and, and set up shop there. So if you would put that up against some of these other phenomenal steak places, and I know how much you guys do legitimately enjoy STK, right. if you would put that at least on the same list of as being a top 10, that's all the endorsement I need. Yeah, I mean, we've been to some high-end places that I wouldn't necessarily go again if people are like, oh, hey, we're going to go to this place. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I don't need that. But if you're like, hey, do you guys want to go to BLT Steak? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll go to BLT Steak. That's a good place. Yeah. And like I said, it, it, for the strip, strip Steakhouse was reasonably priced. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And I will say this, though. Bally's has one of my favorite, like, default restaurants, which is the Taqueria <laughs> that's taqueria. in there. I knew. I love it. I knew it. there was no way you weren't going to bring up the Taqueria because if we're ever in the area and we like hanging out at, at Cromwell, so it happens all the time where we're like, oh. It's fast. I mean, it's not when it's fast. <laughs> You and the food is really good. You don't have to justify it. I just I, what I love about it is that I've I, this has been a part of my life for years. Where like there are things that I know in the radius in which I'm at, 
Like, I'm drunk and I'm really hungry. Where am I going to? This place. And you're that way. We hang out like going, oh, if we're in the vicinity, we're going. Well, that's if, I, if I can't get you to sit down at a fancy place, and yeah, that's yeah. where Because I know it'll be fast, so you won't bitch about it. Right. And I know the food will be good. Right. I, I can easily distract him. Look over here. Look over here. Oh, now your food's here. Eat it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think what would be one of the cool, again, reason 527 that I hate you guys and I'm jealous of you is if you lived in Vegas and you go out to these casinos that have these steakhouses, you know what, if, if it takes too long for the food to arrive, be like, I'll, I'll be right back and I'm going to run out and I'm going to go play some video poker for 15 minutes. Jen's sitting there thinking, God, I hope he's okay. He's must be taking one healthy dump right now. I if I should check him out. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. I, I, I hit quads so I, I, I can play a little longer here. <laughs> I just paid for dinner. We're right. good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool, guys. Uh, great, um, great FHE this week, and that's a lot of fun. Particularly when you guys go and do it together, because then it's it's interesting to get two different takes on the same sort of um, <laughs> scenario. And, and and I mean that sincerely, Karen. For you to say that you like Bally's as much, uh, excuse me, BLT steak at Bally's as much as you did, knowing how much I know you like the high end, right? Truly, yeah. you know the big named uh, steakhouses. I think that's a, a, a real testament to to the uh, hey, steakhouse at Bally's. It, it doesn't have to be, you know, a name on the front for it to be good. And I, so if sure. it's good, I'm, I'm up sure. for, for trying just about anything. Like I said, the food was delicious. I, I feel our love of the city continues to evolve. And while FHE was birthed in me trying all sorts of things that Karen wouldn't find interesting, <laughs> like it has now evolved into like, oh shit. So He's I'm basically gonna, done all I'm gonna, of the I'm stuff group that... things into like, <laughs> she would do this and then like, oh, she definitely wouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah. He, he basically has figured out, okay, this is all the stuff that um, there's no way in hell I can get her to do. Right. And now, oh, she she might actually go along and do this. I should probably okay. hang out with my hot wife this weekend. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> crazy notion. Bring this arm candy along. And right. let exactly. Well, at least I'm good for something. Right. That's her. Well, I think that's probably going to do it then for episode number 286. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog. It's 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to the show on patreon.com slash 360vegas. Of course, you can support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates like amazon.com, earth limos, or just make a PayPal donation. Likewise, you can uh, buy merchandise from our store. It's zazzle.com slash 360vegas or help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do that at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record the audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, not to worry. We've also got that up with instructions on the blog's main page. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360Vegas Tony. Karen, when we aren't hurtling ourselves down a mountain 50 minutes away from our home in Las Vegas, <laughs> where can people find you? I'm at Karen Mark. He just told you where you can find me, so till next week. Yeah.